Hoss fight. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, welcome back, episode nine. We are halfway through the opening round of Hoss fight, where we take sixteen groups of sixteen hosses, and they have a tournament, and we rank them one through sixteen. Then, in the second half of our uh, season. We will take those people, all the ones who ranked 16th, 15th, and all the way up, and we will figure out who is clearly the hossiest hoss to ever hoss. Uh, we're going to try something new today. We've been kind of playing around with the order in which we go through the uh, names of the wrestlers. This time, what we're going to do is we're going to start with that 8-9 matchup that I always find so interesting because those wrestlers tend to be very similarly uh, talented, gifted, ranked. And we'll work our way from 8-9 to 7-10 to 6-11. You can see where we're going. And we'll just bounce around the bracket. So we won't know all the matchups until the closer to the end. Uh, and... That way, we'll figure out the fourth, the third, the second, and the first. So we'll get the talent should go in opposite directions, get higher and lower as we get closer to that 116 matchup. It's going to take a little bit of thinking on my part to make sure that I put the right wrestler in the right place. But really, when have I ever made a mistake? Honestly, when do I ever just massively screw these things up? Never is the correct answer to that question. Never, ever. In our last episode, uh, full disclosure, it's been a week, week and a half since I've recorded the last episode of Hoss Fight. So let me just remind myself, Harley Race beat Kevin Owens in what would have been an excellent final. We had the Severn and Shamrock uh, make matchup. I was going to say shake up because Shamrock shake. And then, uh, yeah, all the way down. All right. So page nine, I've randomized the list of hosses. So I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's begin. Page nine, ranking of nine, according to cage match. Remember, that's where I got all the rankings on cagematch.net. Uh, our number nine wrestler for this page will be Kamala, the Ugandan giant, uh, a legitimately terrifying wrestler to many people who came of age uh, in the 80s. By the time I got to see him, uh, you know, yes, he looked a little intimidating to me uh, coming from my very rural whitey white bread uh, background, but, you know, never seeing a lot of... Um, I'll just come right out and say it. Never seeing a lot of African-Americans, let alone anyone um, dressed like that, because, you know, not a lot of people dress like that. Uh, but he was more of the, uh, I won't call him Russell Silly, but he was not the Ugandan savage that I believe he was in his earlier days. Uh, so Kamala was number nine, going up against the number eight wrestler, according to Cage Match, Heidenreich. So Heidenreich ranks higher than Kamala. I'll just let that sink in for a few seconds. Um, I like Heidenreich. 
you know, I like his poetry. Um, I thought they were trying to do something interesting with that character. Uh, you know, he is a favorite to talk about um, on DDT with Doc Manson. But clearly Kamala has to be the answer to this, even though Heidenreich is no doubt a hoss. There is no denying his hossiness. His hossity, his hossitude. Uh, that's got to go to Kamala, I think. All right, now I have to remember to jump up here so I don't spoil it. And now let's go to the 7-10 matchup, which is down at the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six. Our, our 10th seed Nails, oh my goodness, Heidenreich and Nails in the same bracket. Now, Nails scared me a bit. There was a moment or two I came, I might have been just coming into wrestling at the end of Nails, but I remember watching that and thinking legitimately that this was an actual prisoner um, coming to get revenge on the big boss man. I had some moments of that. Nails is our number 10 seed, and our number 7 seed is Mil Muertes of Lucha Underground, and now I believe MLW fame. Uh, that would be an entertaining matchup, but I think we got to go with Mil Muertes on that one. Um, you know, I enjoyed... Once I was able to appreciate Nails, I appreciated the, the character, the use of um, Spittle, to kind of make himself seem a bit scarier. But Nails wasn't a great wrestler, let's be honest. All right, so now we're going to our 6-11 match, which should be at the very end here of our bracket. I'm saying those things just so I remember not only where to go, but when I go into the constellations, I need to put them in the right place. Our number 11 seed, Luchasaurus. All right. I don't know a ton about Luchasaurus. I don't watch AEW. Um, I think the character is interesting. He's clearly got the size. I know he wrestled without the mask for a while. Um, you know, I think it's an interesting character. But it, it's maybe similarly to Nails. I think Nails is an interesting character, but not a great wrestler. I don't know. Is Luchasaurus a great wrestler? I doubt it, but he might be. Our number six seed... Kevin Thorne. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what a wrestle-silly matchup. What a matchup right out of the WWECW, uh, the vampire versus the dinosaur. Huh. I, you know, I liked the character of Kevin Thorne. Was he a decent wrestler? Maybe. Maybe. This is a tough one for me. It's also impressive that Kevin Thorne ranked highly enough on cage match to be considered a number six seed. Um, whereas Luchasaurus was in an 11. I can't say I love either of these guys. However, if we go back to season one of Joy of Booking, a.k.a. by the book, a.k.a. the Corona Cup, um, there is a rule about vampires that vampires always win. So let's break that rule out just to help me figure out what to do here. And we will give the win to Kevin Thorne, Luchasaurus, into the constellations. All right. Now we need to go back whoop, zoop, to go to our 5-12 matchup. 
So again, we don't know any of our second round matchups. We don't know any of our consolation matchups because we're bouncing around. And, you know, I was trying different things. I must say, I like this, uh, this way of doing it the best so far. So I think we're going to keep this up for at least a couple episodes. Our number 12 seed is Joe Coffee, or Kofi, as Glenn uh, taught us. I don't know when you'll, how long it'll have been since Joe, or since Glenn taught us that Joe, it's pronounced Kofi, like Kofi Kingston, Joe Kofi. We call him Joe Coffee, but he is Joe Kofi. I like Joe Kofi and his raincoats quite a bit. Um, I don't believe he qualifies for the bad guy rule. He might qualify for the dumb guy rule, uh, but I'm a fan of Joe Kofi. I think he's quite the wrestler, even as a 12 seed, and he is going up against our number five seed, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, I mean. (sighs) He qualifies as a hoss. I don't know that he wrestled necessarily as a hoss, um, but he qualifies size-wise. Uh, I like Kofi better. Let's just come right out and say it. Beefcake, you know, yes, I, we sold a Beefcake t-shirt, um, all like three of them. And, you know, I I appreciate the Barber character. I appreciate all the WCW versions like Zodiac and the man with no name. And uh, was he Shark? No. John Tenta was Shark. Uh, He was Zodiac. He was a man with no name. He was the disciple. I think he was the butcher. He probably had other gimmicks, too, that I'm forgetting. Oh, the booty man. I suppose on that alone, because I think a lot of people would go with Beefcake as the winner over Kofi. And... Just through sheer number of ridiculous characters, which I appreciate, I will give Beefcake the win, uh, but my my heart in this matchup would go with, with Joe Kofi. All right, so now we have our four second-round wrestlers, Kamala, Beefcake, Mil Mortes, and Kevin Thorne. <clears throat> Very interesting... Uh, Variety. Uh, and so now let's get some matchups. So we've done our eight, seven, six, five. So now we need to go down and do what is our four versus 13 matchup? What will that one be? Where is that? There it is. Okay, that's mixed. There was a pause there because I got confused, like I made a mistake. I was looking at 314 and saying 413. So I'm, I'm back. I figured it out. All right. So the winner of this matchup will face the Beefcake uh, in the second round. Loser will go into the Constellations to face Joe Kofi. Our 13th seed, A1, Steak Sauce. Uh, if you don't know who A1 is, you're not alone. You'd have to have watched uh, TNA at a very specific time. He was part of Team Canada he was the muscle of Team Canada, and he was, he, at least if I remember correctly, not very good at all. Uh, but this was a time when Doc Manson and I were watching TNA when living together, and <clears throat> Steak Sauce was always welcome on our TV because he was hilarious. Uh, so he is our 13th seed, our number four seed, Bam, Bam, Bigelow, well, 
I don't want to guess because if he's the number four seed, who knows what our three, two, and one seed are going to be. But Bam Bam is going to absolutely torch A1, and he's going to go up against Brutus Beefcake in the second round. And I don't want to, I don't want to presume, I don't want to spoil, but I mean, come on, I love Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, way back in, I would go over to my aunt's house. Um, I had a very close relationship with an aunt who was actually uh, a cousin, but she was older than me. So we had that layer of respect where I called her aunt. Um, but we would, I would go over as a kid and go hang out with her and her husband. And, uh, he had an OG Nintendo, the original Nintendo with the original WrestleMania game and Bam Bam Bigelow would do a cartwheel. And I thought that was awesome. And from that moment on. I loved Scott, Mr. Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, so, yeah, he wins and he'll face Beefcake in the second round. All right, our 314 matchup. Number 14 seed is Rampage Brown. NXT UK getting some representation here in this with Kofi and now Rampage. Um, I like Rampage. I think he's all right. I like Kofi better, but I like Rampage. And our number three seed Rhino. Rhino versus Rampage. Now that would be a very good hoss fight. I would watch that. I'd watch that today because Rhino's still active. I think in, is he part of Violent by Design and Impact? I think he is. <clears throat> and I would watch that if you could get Rhino in his prime. I will give the win to Rhino uh, just based on... Um, you know, longevity in my head. I know Rampage Brown has had a career besides NXT UK. I'm not saying that he hasn't. <clears throat> but I think I'm going to give the win to Rhino there. Rhino will go on to face Kevin Thorne in the uh, second round. Rampage will take on the Luchasaurus. So Rampage Brown, I hope, would treat this like he's got like a Craven the Hunter kind of mentality. He's got to take the rhino on. Now he's taking on a dinosaur. So there's a whole thing there where he's, you know, taking on animals. And I like Craven the Hunter. I just read. I think that's where it comes from. I just read within the last week or two. Um, I think it's called the Hunted comic arc where Craven the Hunter is capturing a bunch of animal-themed villains, rhino, vulture, uh, the White Rabbit, and, you know, there's a whole storyline there, which was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. All right. Now we get to the big ones. We got Rhino and Bam Bam. What names could be bigger than Rhino and Bam Bam? Uh, we'll find out here with our 15 versus 2 matchup, number ranked 15th versus our second seed. 15 is The Patriot, recently deceased Patriot. Again, kind of like... Uh, Beefcake, not necessarily wrestling like a hoss, but a bigger, a bigger guy. I, I was, I was okay with the Patriot. He was never my favorite, but I, I liked, I liked the mask. I thought he had a cool character. And our number two seed, Chris Hero, otherwise known as Cassius. Oh no, oh no. Um, and clearly a hoss. I think, yeah, it's got to be Hero, right? I think Chris Hero wins that match. You know, I, I could make a case for the Patriot, I suppose, if I had to. But I think it's uh, it's Hero. 
Chris Hero versus Mil Mortes. That's a hoss fight I would like to see. And, you know, you might, because Chris Hero, I'm not sure what he's up to. I haven't seen him in AEW. That would be a guy I could see going to MLW, Chris Hero. Uh, and an interesting constellation matchup, we've got the Patriot versus Nails. I think that's interesting. That'd be a cool story. All right, we've been waiting. The wait is over. We will soon know not only who our number 16 seed is, but who our number one seed for this page. Uh, winner will take on Kamala. Our number 16 seed is Dirty Dick Slater. Again, maybe not necessarily. This is more of a hoss in the tough guy sense. I don't think he was sized necessarily hossish, but certainly a very tough uh, hombre, as the kids say. And he's going up against our number one seed, who will be The Rock. Oh, interesting. Uh, clearly, it's The Rock. You know, The Rock is a big dude, especially now. He's so much bigger now than he ever was as a wrestler. Uh, but also, um, you know, that Samoan, if you're a Samoan, there's a good chance you're a hoss. Uh, so, The Rock will take on Kamala in the second round. And as we turn our attention to the consolation rounds, which we must do uh, next, uh, our first, well, we'll go, we'll go bottom up. Um, but we'll get Slater versus Heidenreich. Uh, Rampage Brown versus Luchasaurus. I don't think I'm wrong at all in giving that to... Oops, put him in the wrong place. This is what happens when I go bottom up, is I have to put him in the right place. Oh, All right. You know what? It's the double loser bracket. It really doesn't matter. Rampage Brown beats Luchasaurus. Uh, I will give the Patriot... The win over Nails. Uh, Joe Kofi easily defeats uh, A1 Steak Sauce. And, yeah, I think Dirty Dick Slater is going to defeat Heidenreich. So, our bottom four. Heidenreich, A1, Nails, Luchasaurus. That sounds right. Uh, I will give Heidenreich the win over A1. And because, well, no, Nails was pretty bad. I will give Luchasaurus the win over uh, Nails. Our 16th seed is going to be A1. He really wasn't very good. Our 15th seed will be Nails. Our 14th seed will be Luchasaurus. And our 13th seed, hide in Reich. Hide in Reich. All right. I did like his poetry. Uh, there we go. That's our bottom four from A1 to Heidenreich. So now we must do our second round of the tournament proper so we can continue later with the constellations. Uh, uh, Rhino is going to defeat Kevin Thorne. I don't think that is a tricky thing. Kevin Thorne into the constellations to take on Dick Slater. Chris Hero Mil Mortes. Now that's a tough one. That's a matchup that, you know, they have a best of seven and would go to to match seven. Um Mortes has the power. Hero's the better striker. Mortes is more hoss shaped in terms of muscle and size. 
I think I will give the win to Mil Muertes, but again, that could go either way. Uh, Chris Hero will take on Joe Kofi. What would be a very excellent Hoss fight. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow is going to easily defeat Brutus Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake will take on the Patriot. And then, yeah, I think we've got The Rock versus Kamala. Kamala takes on Rampage Brown. Different sort of thing in terms of now maybe Kamala is the defender of the Animal Kingdom. Maybe Rhino and uh, Luchasaurus kind of come out to help him out against Rampage. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so our semifinal matchups for page nine. The Rock versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Mil Muertes versus Rhino. Uh, Kevin, no, not Kevin Thorne, oh, it's Kevin Thorne versus Dick Slater. Yeah, I think that's got to be Dirty Dick. So Thorne in the next, he'll be 12 through 9. Oh, Joe Kofi versus Chris Hero. I wasn't wild about Cassius Ono, and I'm not super familiar with Chris Hero. So because of that... I'm giving the win uh, to Joe Kofi. I am doing a disservice to Chris Hero, and I am admitting and recognizing that. Chris Hero probably deserves better, but he needs to have a tournament with somebody who uh, has a better appreciation for him. So I'm just coming right out and saying that. Uh, I'll say Brutus Beefcake defeats the Patriot again, career longevity, at least in terms of being on the big stages and you know I didn't see the Del Wilkes doing anything other than being the Patriot Brutus Beefcake did all sorts of craziness <sighs> Rampage Brown versus Kamala if it's um, 80s Kamala I think Kamala wins if it's 90s when he was kind of the goofier you know they had to convict you know Everyone was cheering to roll the opponent over because he was pinning him incorrectly. Then Rampage wins. I'm going to go with Kamala, but I'm I'm also saying and understanding that I am doing Rampage Brown a disservice as well. Because of that, uh, Chris Hero defeats Kevin Thorne. Rampage Brown defeats the Patriot. Uh, so our number 12 ranking is going to be Kevin Thorne because I think he loses to the Patriot even though I had a vampire rule. I'm going to say the Patriot wins that one. And then Chris Hero at Rampage Brown. Hmm. I'm going to go with Rampage. I think Rampage Brown is more of a hoss than Chris Hero is. If you disagree, if you think I've done Chris Hero dirty, you know where to find me. All right, so that's 12 through 9, Thorn, Patriot, Hero, Rampage. Um, our next round of the Constellations, Joe Kofi defeats Dick Slater. I'm having Kamala beat uh, Brutus Beefcake. So, and I'm having Joe Kofi defeat Brutus Beefcake. So Beefcake's going to be number 8. Joe Kofi is coming in. Oh, no. Kofi's still in it. I'm sorry. Um, Kofi's still in it. Slater. 
And you know what? I'll switch that then. Dick Slater is eighth. Beefcake is seventh. Because those would be the two matchups. Yeah. Beefcake loses to Kamala. Slater loses to Kofi. So the two of them battle to determine who is seventh place. All right. Semifinal time. I told you earlier. I'm giving Bam Bam Bigelow the win over The Rock. It's a hoss fight. The Rock's going to win other fights, but in terms of a hoss fight, I think Bigelow is a bigger hoss than The Rock, and I'm not ashamed to say it. The Rock goes into the constellations to face Joe Kofi, and Mil Muertes versus Rhino. Ooh, another tough one. Muertes got some tough matchups here. Um... You know, I like the Mil Muertes character. I like the athlete behind the character. I'm going with Muertes. The final on page nine, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Mil Muertes. Oh, baby. Uh, Rhino will take on Kamala. All right. Uh, Joe Kofi versus The Rock. I'll give it to The Rock. And Kamala versus Rhino. I think Rhino wins that one. Uh, so our 6-5 matchup is Kofi versus Kamala. And I I like Joe Kofi quite a bit. So Kamala is going to be 6th. Joe Kofi is going to be 5th. The Rock will defeat Rhino. Rhino is 4th. The Rock will come in 3rd. And... As soon as I saw his name, I knew he was going to win this thing. Mil Muertes coming in second, and Bam Bam Bigelow, Bam Bam, is going to be our page nine winner. That's just how it's got to be. All right, so time for the fun part. Well, no, this whole thing was fun. Don't get me wrong. This whole thing was enjoyable. Let me delete that row. Uh, we get to put in here our rankings and figure out how I did compared to how Cage Match did. So let me freeze a column so I can see the rankings here. So our number 16 wrestler was A1 Steak Sauce. Uh, he was ranked 13th. He came in 16th. So similar enough, I would say. I need a bigger desk. I got so much stuff. Our 15th seed was Nails. Nails was ranked 10th, which, again, is ridiculous. Um, 14th was Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus was 11th. Lucha, oops, Saurus, 11th, 10th. So, clearly, Cage Match ranks these wrestlers a little higher than I do. Heidenreich was 8th. Oh, my goodness, Heidenreich. He comes in 13th. Our 12th seed, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne was 6th. This might be the page where I am... Uh, my rankings and their rankings are the most different. Usually, at least, I'm somewhat close. The Patriot, who was 15th, comes in 11th. Chris Hero, who was set our 2 seed comes in 10th. Again, I'm doing Chris Hero dirty, and I'm sorry. Uh, Rampage Brown, who was 14th, comes in 9th. At no point am I anywhere close in my rankings. Our number 8th was Dick Slater. Dick Slater was our 16th seed, coming in 8th. 
if it wasn't for uh, Jacob Fatu, who won as the 16th seed, um, that might be the highest a 16th seed has been. Just doing a quick scan. Dick Murdoch. Where's the number 16 seed on that page? Uh, nope. I'm, I'm going to get... Move on. Move on, DC. Move on. Um, Brutus Beefcake, who was fifth, finishes seventh. That's the closest I've been. Oh, two spots away. Kamala, who was ninth, was ranked sixth. And Joe Kofi, who was twelfth, is coming in fifth. Our fourth seed was Rhino. Rhino was ranked third. There we go. Now we're close. Mil Muertes, who was seventh, comes in third. Rhino was fourth. No. What am I doing? The Rock. I am so off today. The Rock was ranked first, comes in third. Mil Muertes, who was ranked seventh, comes in second. And your winner, uh, our number four seed, Bam Bam Bigelow, has a four seed one. Yes, Bam Bam joins Taz as the only four seeds to come in uh, at the top spot. So we have nine number one hosses all the way down to nine number 16 hosses. Wow, what a journey. What a journey, what a ride. And what fun. I forgot how yeah, it had been a while I was working on... Um, season two. <laughs> this is season three, and I'm still working on season two, so I had done that for a bit, <clears throat> which was also fun. Don't get me wrong. The tag team tournament, a hootenanny of a time, but there's something special about a Haas fight, and just the fact that we're doing it a little differently with the rankings and things. Uh, an entertaining time, to be sure. We've got seven more first-round matchups, right? Let me make sure I have seven. Yep. Seven more. Uh, first rounds to get through, and then we'll go through and take the work of taking those 16 that were all who all finished seventh and actually figuring out who it is. So, by the end of this season, there, my loves, we are going to have an actual list from 258 ish or so, because um, we have some people we threw into the tournament uh, last minute, all the way to our number one hoss. Might it be Bam Bam Bigelow? Who knows? That's the fun of it. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. Thank you, past DC. This is present DC. Durango Canyon here coming at you. Uh, <clears throat> it is the day before Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I hope I sound better. I was listening to this episode... And, oh, the breathing and the mouth noises. I don't know how you put up with me. I understand now why my inner circle is so small, because most of you are just disgusted and have moved on. And I don't blame you. Gotta have your water. So while I was listening to that episode, I was like, oh, I wonder what I can do to stop that. Do I need to be, like, talking into the mic sideways so that I'm not <sighs> breathing and... <laughs> kind of slurping with my jowly jowls, and uh, I googled it, and it turned out, you know, they're like, you could put a pop filter up, and I went, huh, I do have one of those, and so 
while I'm still listening, I'm wandering around the office being like, I know I've seen it. And have you ever had when you're looking for something, you feel like you can visualize it everywhere? I'm like, yep, I totally remember seeing it in my sock drawer. I remember. Open the sock drawer. Not there. Finally, I did find it. Uh, It's a little wonky getting it set up on this particular microphone swinging arm. Um, So I'm hoping it doesn't fall, but it seems to be holding steady. And I hope that it helps. And more importantly, I hope that somebody listening, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, tells me that it helps. I don't want you to just outright lie to me, but even if it's just a minute improvement, please let me know. Because it's a blow to the ego to listen to yourself back, which is why I tend not to. But I have to for this uh, season of the Corona Cup, and I'm glad that I did because uh, there are some changes we need to make here in the epilogue there, gentle listeners. Uh, There are some changes we need to make. We have finally stumbled onto what I think is the ideal format for these in which you start with the 9-8 and then work your way up. Saves the big names for the end. Keeps things interesting, I think. Uh, The opening round, however, just starting from the bottom, I don't want to go match by match, but the only issue that I have is with that 6-11 matchup. Luchasaurus, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne was not nearly that good. And Luchasaurus is right now one half of the tag team champions of one of the two biggest wrestling promotions in the United States. Kevin Thorne never came anywhere close to that. So I think we need to make a modification here and give the big Luchasaurus the win over Kevin Thorne. My vampire rule be darned. So Thorne takes his place in the consolations, loses to Rampage Brown, takes his place in the double losers bracket, loses... No, wins, defeats Nails. I will give him the win over Nails, uh, but then does lose to Heidenreich. So I am giving Kevin Thorne the 13th, or 14th, I'm sorry, uh, place. He's going from 12 to 14 in between Nails and Heidenreich. Other than that, the first round is good. I have no issues with the consolations up until that point. I have no issues with the quarterfinals up until that point. Uh, Rhino would defeat Luchasaurus, and so Luchasaurus would take the place of Kevin Thorne. He would lose to Dick Slater, so he would go into the next round of four. He would lose to Chris Hero, and then he would defeat... Would he beat the Patriot? The Patriot, while he didn't do much in the WWF, had a career in WCW um, and in Global, I believe, before that. So I'm just, at this point, all I'm doing is I'm switching the places of Kevin Thorne and Luchasaurus. Uh, Kevin Thorne goes from 12th to 14th, Luchasaurus from 14th to 12th. I think that's a more fair thing. And again, other than that, um, again, maybe there's some Chris Hero advocates out there. I'm not. I'm just not. Um, Kamala beating Rampage Brown is fine. Yep, yep, yep. All good. All good, all good. But then we get to the uh, semifinals. Let me make sure here. Yep. We get to the semifinals. Now, I think what has happened since 
the last time I recorded this, so back in, again, July, August, probably closer to August at this point, I've watched a bunch more WWF programming, and I didn't realize how much of a push Rhino got coming out of ECW and into the WWF. I remembered him showing up at the TLC match where Spike Dudley and Lita and Rhino showed up, but I didn't remember that he got a pretty decent push you know, as a singles wrestler. So I think I did him a disservice, and I am giving him the win over Mil Mortes in the semifinal, if only because Rhino is one of the prime examples of the Haas quality of being uh, wider than you are tall, or as wide as you are tall. So for that alone, I think we have to give him the win. So that means that uh, Mil Muertes goes on to take on Kamala. You could make a case either way, I think. Uh, I will go with Mil Muertes. Um, and I think I mentioned this briefly. He is more hossish in the muscular sense. If I'm in a bar... Do I want to have Kamala next to me and fight Mil Muertes, or do I want to have Muertes next to me and fight Kamala? And I think I'd rather be on Mil Muertes' side. So he's going to beat uh, Kamala, but lose to The Rock. So he would come in fourth. So Mil Muertes is now fourth, and Rhino would... So I'm just switching them, too. Just like I switched Kevin Thorne and Luchasaurus, I'm switching Rhino and Bam Bam Bigelow. There's no way Rhino beats Bam Bam. Even if Rhino perhaps had a stronger push, didn't main event to WrestleMania. Uh, and so Rhino is second. So uh, because of that and because of all of the changes that I have made, um, I should be going back in and post and taking out the couple minutes at the end of every show in which I tell you where they started out ranked versus where they finished. I should do that because I'm not even using that sheet anymore. But I'm not going to, because that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, so, Bam Bam number one, joining a very stacked group of number ones. Rhino, very stacked group of number twos. The Rock at number three. You know, watching The Rock wrestle in 2000, 2001, into 2002, he's not a hoss. He's Samoan, but he's not a hoss. Um, he doesn't wrestle like that. Uh, if he came back and wrestled now, and maybe in his later years, he would be more hossish. Uh, but he he didn't wrestle like a traditional hoss. Uh, Joe Kofi at five. I'm just looking at some of the matchups just from the last page. Bam Bam versus JBL. Rhino versus Roman Reigns. Miro versus Mil Martes. Come on, give that to me. Uh, Kamala versus Adrian Adonis. That's entertaining. All right, so Brutus at seven. Dirty Dick at Eight. Again, tough guy rule. Rampage Brown at nine. He would take on Savio Vega. Chris Hero. The Patriot. Luchasaurus versus Omos. I'd watch that. Heidenreich. Heidenreich. Kevin Thorne versus Brian Cage. That 14 page, is, there's all sorts of... Let me just read to you. If I Forgive me if I've done this already. Bart Gunn, Evad Sullivan, Iron Mike Sharp, Tank Abbott, Craig the Pitbull Pitman... The Ultimate Warrior, Brian Cage, and Kevin Thorne. That 14 page is going to be really fun. I do think I am going to have to scrap the second half. All those episodes I recorded, I think I'm going to scrap them and just redo them because there's so many. I have made so many changes that it's not even really worth it anymore. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Nails. And then we have Steak Sauce versus Horace Hogan. All right. That feels good. 
we did have to make a couple changes, but I do think uh, this is a more accurate and better bracket. Um, who knows? If I, you know, watch through 2004, maybe I'll suddenly be making the case for some other wrestlers. Uh, page 10, giving it a quick look. There are some names. You know, again, the fact about all the randomness is that, you know, the names on you know, Bam Bam Bigelow on a different page wouldn't have made perhaps even the top two. Uh, you know, there is a clear winner on page 10. I will say that. A clear winner. Uh, nobody will even come close to that one. Uh, but again, not the greatest quality. We're going to have to figure out what we want to do about that uh, going forward because then you get to page 11 and <laughs> a lot of big names on page 11. So a lot to look forward to. All right, friends, that's it for me. Please tell me I sound better. Please tell me I don't sound like I'm slobbering all over myself. I know I have... I know I got big cheeks, so I, I get that. But uh, hopefully this pop filter gimmick thing helps a little bit. Uh, page 9 is officially done and epilogued. I'll talk to you the next time we have big meaty men slapping meat.